Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio at the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's The Bottom Line with Jacqueline Sheldon on Business Radio X. Maximize your return on investment by reducing your tax bill. Get ready for the best tax talk you've ever had. It's The Bottom Line, presented by Bottom Line Tax Solutions. Welcome back, everybody. It is The Bottom Line with Jacqueline Sheldon, the best tax talk you've ever had. Hello, Jacqueline. Hi, Tom. How are you? I am doing well. How are you this afternoon? I am always fantastic. We have another another exciting show for everyone today. We do. And we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Uh, do we tell him now, or do we just hold him in suspense? I think you ought to introduce him. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, with us today is the amazing Mr. Stephen Julian. Stephen, how are you, sir? I am doing fantastically swimmingly well. The fine folks at Infinity Wealth Management let you out today? They did. Wow. They did. What do we owe them for that, Jackie? I don't know. The bill will be large, I though, don't. Sure. I don't want it's to It's more know. like they're not going to let me back in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't say we're stuck with him. Well, wow. Forgot that little detail. Sorry. <laughs> Today we're talking about uh, retirement plans, tax planning and retirement plans, hand in hand. We are. You know, it's that time of year where we're doing mid-year tax planning with our clients. And one of the things I always look at when I sit down to do a tax plan is where is the client as far as their retirement is concerned? Because a retirement plan can be a key piece of a tax plan, but it's also a key piece of their overall financial plan. The thing I like about using tax planning as part of a retirement plan as part of a tax planning scenario is it's one of the few deductions where the client technically gets to keep their money, but they still can get a tax deduction. They just have to set it aside in a, in a separate account and hold on to it for a while. Time is everything, I guess, and we love tax deductions. We do love tax deductions. Especially when you do them right. Yes. Very good. There's got to be options. There's always options. Options are always good. So if someone is looking to save for that retirement, what are those options? Well, there's several options available. If the taxpayer is a W-2 employee, we always want to make sure that they are taking advantage of any employer-sponsored plans that might be available through their work. So if their employer has a 401k or a simple IRA, we always want to make sure they're taking full advantage of that. Because not only does it reduce their W-2 income, reduce their tax liability, but also, most of these plans have an employer matching component. So Free money. Free money. The employer will actually make a contribution into that plan over and above what the employee contributes. So it's kind of like getting a, a tax-deferred bonus there, a little extra compensation that they're not having to pay tax on at the moment. Well, what if someone who, obviously, as an employer, they work for someone and they, the employer doesn't have that available, what in the world do they do? Well, in that case, then you're looking at personal uh, retirement plan options that could be in the form of a traditional IRA uh, and in some cases a Roth IRA um, and we'll talk a little bit more about Roths here in a little bit I've heard about those are cool they are cool and then for taxpayers who are business owners they have a few more options than a W-2 employee would uh, you've got options such as a 401k plan a simple IRA in uh, a SEP plan so there's options there for people who own businesses no a SEP plan what does that mean Simplified Employee Pension. Uh -huh. Some people refer to it as a self-employed pension, but it actually stands for Simplified Employee Pension. Absolutely. Uh, and when it comes to a business retirement plan, you know, we talked about entity selection before and the fact in entity selection that it's not one size fits all. 
And the same is true when it comes to your retirement plan. Uh, it's really a choice that you need to make from depending on the business itself, whether how much the uh, employer wants to contribute to the plan, and also if they have other employees that they're going to have to contribute for as well. So just depends on what they're looking to accomplish, which plan is actually a better fit in their case. So can that change from time to time? Can it change? Yes. Do you want to jump from retirement plan to a different type of retirement plan? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, hey, y'all are the expert. I'm just the guy uh, talking in the microphone. Uh, back to Roth IRAs. That's a good way to set aside money for retirement. Well, Roth IRAs can be a great vehicle for people who are looking to save for retirement. The thing you have to keep in mind here, though, is they work just the opposite of a traditional IRA. With a traditional plan, if you make a contribution, in most cases, you're going to get a tax deduction for that contribution. And then the plan funds, they grow tax-deferred, so you're not paying any income taxes on the growth. And then when you retire and you start taking that money out, then you're going to get taxed on the money at that point in time. So you're kind of deferring the taxes from now and uh, moving them to a later date. With a Roth IRA, it's just the opposite. When you contribute to a Roth, there's no tax deduction up front. The plan doesn't just grow tax-deferred, but it actually grows tax-free. But you can't touch it for a while. But you can't touch it for a while. With a Roth, as long as the account has been open for at least five years and any uh, distributions are made after the age of 59 and a half, then that money will come out in retirement as tax-free income. So it's a great vehicle to be able to grow wealth, but just keep in mind that there's not an upfront tax deduction for that. So if you're looking to reduce taxes now, then a Roth IRA is probably not your option for that. Right. And if you start your Roth after age 55, basically, am I, re am I reading that correctly, the whole five-year thing? Well, bottom line, you have to be at least 59 and a half. So you could start one at when 55. And but as you can't long start as you hold drawing it for right. five years. Exactly. As long as you hold it for five years, then there's no no taxes. If you take contribute or I'm sorry, deductions out earlier, then Part of that is return of the money that you actually put into the plan. So it may even be tax-free at that point. You would only pay tax on any earnings that you drew out. Oh, I got you. That, that makes a lot of sense. But you had a story you've shared with us in the past. Uh, someone someone actually uh, took advantage of, a, of paying their child, and they opened a Roth IRA, and the money was staggering. Yeah, we had a real estate agent who had an 11-year-old son that – she came in for a tax plan and as part of her tax plan we had her hire her son to help her in her business he was already helping her out doing some things with her mailers canvassing neighborhoods putting flyers on mailboxes those kind of things so we had her actually hire him she was paying him $2,500 a year and she let him keep 500 of that for pizza money and video games or whatever absolutely but the other $2,000 she actually was putting into our Roth IRA for her son and working with her investment advisor, uh, they determined that if she continued to do this every year until the child turns age 18. So what, seven years? And if the child will leave the money in the account until after age 65, that that Roth account would be worth over a million dollars. Nice. So essentially, she was getting a tax deduction now. It was saving her about $1,100 a year in income taxes by paying her son by moving that income over to his tax return. And then... She essentially is making the child a tax-free millionaire as long as he 
leaves the money in you there. You just got to wait. Enough. That's right. And that just shows the time value of money. And if there's one piece of advice I could give to people is the earlier you start, the better off you're going to be. There's lots of different studies out there that show that you can contribute a lot less. Early. As long as you start early and have mm -hmm. actually more retirement funds available. But the earlier you, earlier you start, the better off you are. S speaking from experience, I, I've had a lot less my whole life so i i, I understand I, I, i'll definitely be a millionaire one day one day any other stories i know you you've got many stories what other stories do you have for us for the retirement plans well i could share lots of stories of how we've used retirement plans to help people reduce their taxes but one that comes into mind is we did have a self-employed individual who uh, had a government contract he was doing some construction work and had gotten a government contract and if you've ever worked a government contract, you kind of know that there's specific dates that you are required to turn in invoices based on the contract. And unfortunately, he had a huge invoice that he had to submit in December. And he files his taxes on the accrual method of accounting. So bottom line, he had to include that big invoice in his taxable income for the year, even though he wouldn't receive that money for probably a couple months um, down the road into the next tax year. So we looked at some different strategies to help him reduce his tax liability and one that we ended up using was having him set up a SEP plan and the nice thing about a SEP plan is you can get a current year deduction for your contribution but you can delay actually putting the money into the plan until the due date of the tax return so that gave him the ability to take a pretty hefty deduction in the year um, that he got the income had to go into, but he didn't have to fund that account until the following year. So after that money came in from the invoice, then he had the money to be able to do that. And he ended up saving about $15,000 on his tax return by nice. doing that. So. Now, what, what would have been, the there would have been a penalty had he not, not put the money in come that day. He said he was going to, and he finally gets the money. If he hadn't have at that point, he'd have been in trouble. Yeah, he would have had to have gone back and amended the tax return and taken that deduction off if for some reason he didn't fund it. Right. Um, but, yeah. So there is accountability there. You there can't just say you're going to do it. You, exactly. You, you had better do it. Yeah, you do have to, to make that contribution to get the tax deduction. But that was a great way to be able to get him a tax deduction. He didn't have the cash flow at the time. Uh, and it was able to defer that contribution until the next year so that it helped him come tax I got to believe that's information that just the uh, hard-working everyday guy does not know that's probably true um, that's why we have wonderful people like yourself that's what there, we're here for there you go she did not pay me to say that Steven's over here laughing and laughing at me and pointing at me and then and, 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 but no, we all know Jacqueline is amazing at what she does how how do they reach you Jacqueline uh, you can reach out to us. Our, our telephone number is 678-866-4047. Or you can reach us on our website. It's bottomlineGA.com. BottomlineGA.com. And before we let you go, you've got, you've got a presentation coming up locally. I do. On August 20th, we are doing a tax tips for real estate agents seminar. We're going to do that at Neymar, the uh, realtor board here in Duluth. On, uh, Northeast Metro? Northeast Metro, I think 10 o'clock on August 20th. August 20th. Very nice. Now, is that open to the public? Do you have to sign up? You, you have do to be have a member to sign or something? up. 
uh, and I think it's open to NAMAR members or guests. There is a fee if you're not a NAMAR member, but you can sign up on the NAMAR website. Come, we'll talk about how to save you some money if you're a real estate agent. As we know, real estate is still booming, so people are making good commissions. So you, You're going to take Steve and Julian with you? I think we should. Wow. I hear there's always a ton of donuts and coffee. I'm in. Yes. Well, see. <laughs> wow, that was easy. Arm twisted. Jacqueline, thank you so much. Thank you. Folks, we're going to take a little quick break, and we are queuing up Mr. Julian as we speak. So after a quick break, we will be right back with you. Are you paying too much in taxes? Who isn't? Taxes are the highest expense small businesses face. Maximize your return on investment. Reduce your tax bill. Tax planning and tax resolution strategies, the art of keeping more money you've worked hard for. Schedule your free tax planning consultation by visiting www.bottomlinetaxsolutions.com. That's bottomlinetaxsolutions.com. My small business had done well and thought I'd paid my taxes. Then I got a letter from the IRS. I didn't know what to do. So I called Bottomline Tax Solutions. They understood exactly what I was going through. Bottomline worked with me and for me. They turned a horrible time into a manageable one. Now, I'm in a payment plan I can afford, and they were able to get my penalties reduced. Schedule your free tax planning consultation by visiting BottomLineTaxSolutions.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back to the bottom line with Jacqueline Sheldon. And with us today, I know we teased it earlier, is Mr. Stephen Julian from Infinity Wealth Management. Hello, Mr. Julian. Hello, Mr. Sheldon. How are you, sir? Good. Thank you for letting me interject earlier in the show. Absolutely. And thank you for letting me get away with a little bit of pointing and laughing. There's been a lot of that in the last I was, 15 minutes. I was really okay. engaged is what you it was. Were, I was. You were I was so engaged, engaged in the topic. Um, yes. You were just so engaged, uh, almost like skipping down a down an aisle or something. That's how <laughs> engaged you were. So tell me, please, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell the truth. Sure. And, and tell us about Infinity Wealth Management. I hear it's a, it's actually a really cool group of, of individuals. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm a Georgia native. Uh, I was the only person in my family uh, born here in the South. Uh, all my brothers and sisters and my parents were from up north. Uh, grew up here, went to high school here, went to uh, Georgia Tech, uh, met my beautiful, wonderful bride. Uh, we have three wonderful boys. Uh, and after some time in another career, working with teenagers uh, at in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia, uh, here in Duluth, uh, Georgia, and in Bozeman, Montana. I embarked 13 years ago on a career in financial advising. Um, so I've been doing that for uh, the last 13 years, uh, started, uh, moved back here to start that career, uh, and currently uh, am an independent financial advisor with Infinity Wealth Management Group. Uh, it is a group of three advisors, uh, sorry, four advisors. Um, we all have our own separate businesses, but we do come together to help each other, and there are some joint clients that we share. Sharing resources. That's, yes. that's awesome. That's Sharing smart. Resources, space, uh, and rent. <laughs> <laughs> the power bill. Always a And good this thing. bill. And there's, a, there's a lot of different financial titles and positions out there. Uh, how did you decide on becoming a financial advisor? Yeah, I, it's... Um, there's a lot of good people who do what I do. Um, there's a lot of good, uh, very professional, very sharp people who can help uh, individuals or businesses with their financial plans. 
Um, right now, there's two basic camps. There are people who are uh, fee only or pay only, uh, and they're usually CFPs, certified financial professionals. Um, I took a slightly different route. I went the financial advisor route. Um, little quick tip for all the listeners uh, and anyone uh, who comes across this. A, a great question to ask anyone you're talking to uh, about potentially being your advisor. Just ask them uh, what licenses they hold. Right. You know, and so I have uh, I have my Series 7, my Series 66 which what I, I tell people, those licenses allow me to sell any financial product available. Other licenses might restrict me to only sell certain type of products. So it's good to know what people can do and what people can sell to you or, or sell you on or do for you. Um, I did not get my CFP. I instead went down the AIF route. That stands for Accredited Investment Fiduciary. Right. So I do follow a fiduciary standard very similar to a CFP. I tell people... The difference between the AIF and the CFP is I didn't have the legal part, and it cost about a third of the cost of a CFP. That's always important. So that, I made a very important. Yeah, I, I, price mattered at that point, and there's nothing wrong with the CFP. I just decided to to hold my licenses and, and get the AIF. So what are a few of the products, if you may, if you can divulge that, sure. that you maybe specialize or enjoyed enjoy uh, uh, giving or setting up for clients? Yeah. So so there's. T- one of the uh, parts of my industry that I'm not the proudest of is uh, we have there's such a proliferation of products sure. um, that I think at times it confuses the, the general investor, the, mm-hmm. the person out there. Um, I, of course, can do uh, uh, mutual funds. I can do ETFs. I can do index funds. I can uh, I can even do you know, I can even help someone find the right CD for them. I can help them find um, an, an annuity product if they want, an insurance product. I can sell life, uh, life insurance. Um, the, the, one of the things that I really am proud that I get to do is I still get to do individual securities, individual stocks, individual bonds. Do you really? I do. And I that, gotcha. that is something that I see more and more my industry moving away from. Right. And I'm kind of finding, especially working with business owners, there's a lot of people who still want to do that and don't want to be just left alone to do it or be told by their advisor, oh, I don't do that or whatever you want to do is fine. I think people are looking for for advice around that area. Well, you know, I do a lot of business with wind resorts and casinos. Uh, How do you feel about their stock? Well, uh, so this is one of those moments where I have to say, officially on the air, I am not allowed to speak about any opinion. Off air, I'll be happy to tell you what I think of wind resorts because that's what you pay me to do. There you go. uh, If I said it today on this date a year from now when wind goes bankrupt and you go, you told me on this episode. I have proof. Yeah, you have proof. You said it was a buy, which I'm not saying past performance. Performance is no guarantee of future results. Okay. Please, wow. uh, please read prospectus carefully and consult your financial. There's all advisor. that legal jargon. That's <laughs> what I'm required and to just say. Saying, wow. <laughs> I don't even know where we were. He <laughs> threw me off. Jacqueline knew this was going to happen. This was all your idea. Uh, yeah. So it, it was the it was the tax advisor who said bring in the financial advisor. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was That's good advice. No. Good but, advice. But I, I think advisor. I picked him though because no, no, <laughs> bring in Stephen. Bring in Stephen. What was I thinking? No. Back to the matter at hand, sir. I, I know we, um, this show in general, we try to cater to the small business owner. Because yep. um, all of us are small business owners in this room. And I know, talking with you in the past, that several of your clients are small business owners, but you also work with just individuals. Yes. 
there's got to be differences what you do for each one. Sure. The biggest difference that I can find is um, the business owner, the biggest difference in the financial uh, plan of a business owner is that they have this, hopefully it's a giant asset on their books, which is their business. The typical individual doesn't have that. So um, the biggest benefit to a business owner is the financial benefit of their business that they potentially might sell down the road or what it potentially produces for them year over year in terms of income and other things that they do with that. Uh, The typical individual doesn't necessarily have that business. The, The downside of that is the business owner um, being told by an advisor to invest like they were just a regular person without this nice asset known as their business. The, the business they have is the most uh, risk-oriented part of their portfolio because it could potentially lead them to lose everything, but it's also the best part of their portfolio. Right, right. Um, I try to help the business owner uh, invest around their business. So many, bu- A lot of business owners are like, oh, I put all my investments into my business. My business is hey, my Hey, that's investment. common. That's, it is. I fall into that co- it, category somewhat. It is. Um, my, I feel like my job as the advisor is to just remind them any business owner can do something right. that, isn't, that is an investment that isn't just the business. Exactly. The business is very important, no question about it. But let's develop a strategy of how we're going to draw the wealth out of the business over time to put it somewhere else so that if something bad happens in the business, it doesn't wreck you. Uh, And in addition, just good, you know, good, solid financial planning habits of just putting some money aside, doing something systematically for your future retirement and future income. That makes a lot of sense. So if, if, if someone is looking to sell their business or they say they sold their business, they need to come see you the next day, if not the day before. Uh, probably, uh, of course, they need to be talking with their tax professional right. uh, uh, about that. But I would say the conversation at best, the the best case scenario is a year or two out. Really? Um, one of the things I found is uh, I'm working with a, a business owner currently who is on about a two-year plan of, of kind of getting out of his business. And as he stated, um, you know, my business isn't the kind of business that I'm going to sell for millions and millions of dollars because when I walk away, I'm pretty much selling the equipment and right. maybe managing the relationships. Right. So what what he's been doing, what we did was we kind of maximize the cash value of the business and then he's drawing it out over time and we're putting it in other investments. Ah, um, so, yeah, he's getting it. And I, and I would not even dream of thinking what would be the best way to do that tax wise. It would give me a nasty headache <laughs> personally if, if I thought that. But, but it's, it's, to. it's kind of retained earnings in the business. So the way I understand Jacqueline can speak to that better, <laughs> the way better than I can. But, you know, when it's kind of retained, it's already gone through the tax cycle. Right. right. Now it's just let's keep it from being taxed too harshly moving forward forward as we invest it for his future income that's great information uh why is the workplace so important did we co- did we cover that sufficiently not yet okay. um so the the workplace as far as for financial planning and retirement out, right. outside of outside of someone's home uh the the other great way to save for retirement is through a workplace savings plan okay a workplace retirement plan a qualified retirement plan Jacqueline already spoke about that earlier um, I'm going to say something right now that might be a little, everybody hearing it might be surprised to hear this statement said. The statistics vary, but around half of workplaces in America have no 
retirement plan, have no 401k or, or any kind of way to save for retirement, uh, it needs to be stated that any workplace can offer their employees something right. to save for retirement. There's, right. there's, Jacqueline was talking about Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs. Those are individual retirement accounts, but any business can set up at no cost to them and at no liability to the business a way for their employees to pull money out of their paycheck through payroll and put it into a traditional or Roth IRA. I've set those up with businesses. Um, I, I call it a payroll IRA plan. Mm -hmm. It's not an official plan. They don't have to do any kind of matching. There's no cost to the business to set this up, but it allows the employee to get into the systematic saving habit of taking money out of their paycheck before it gets into their pocket and put it in a different pocket that they own, which right. is their IRA. Right. And it's not the most ideal plan by any stretch of the imagination. If a company can do a 401k, a SEP, a simple, something to, to especially where they're doing a match for the employee, that's great. But any business can offer their employees the benefit of saving for either future college savings or retirement. And uh, I'm, I'm, I feel like the the Blues Brothers, I feel like I'm on a mission from God to kind of get that word out at there. At times and you are, sir. I am. Uh, yes, at times I, I wouldn't look as good in the hat and dark sunglasses. Um, well, you, well you, but you don't know till you try. That's true. Well, Thank goodness it's radio. Systematical approach to putting money into retirement, getting it taken out of your paycheck, the same way your income taxes come out. Right. That, for a lot of people, is key because if, if it doesn't come out of ahead – then chances are they're going to spend that money on something it's else. It's never in your They're going to go to yes. wind resorts and casino <laughs> with it. I'm well, you know, I, I might speak for everyone on that, yes. <laughs> but, uh, it's a great place. And and everybody needs to be doing something systematically. That That is the way you do something for later. Um, you know, my, my financial planning with my clients, I, I want to do a little more than that, but everybody can do something. Everybody can pick a percentage, even if it's 2 to 3% of your salary that you're just putting aside into something. And not going to win resorts and casino. That would, well, that's a good financial principle. You, you, you say it may not be the ideal situation, but you get results. It works. It does. It works over time. It's I mean, a positive. And, and Jacqueline was telling the story of, of the um, business owner with their, with their son and putting a little money into the IRA. And starting early is, is hugely important. But it's also, it's also a very good idea to do something over a long period of time. And it's getting rich slowly, and it's getting rich in a very boring way, and it's building wealth. The reason we save for retirement is we might not always be able to have a paycheck. And so we need right. to replace our paycheck with a sum of money that we can draw an income off of in retirement. And that's what I help my clients do. Um, you know, going back to the individual stock thing, I also believe that. Uh, the great American dream currently it used to be get a college education. Then it was buy a house. Mm -hmm. I think currently the American dream is to start a business. Well, if you buy individual stocks, you're buying a business. True. So set up your financial plan. Like you're running a good business, find some good businesses to invest in, and you should probably be okay over time. Any, any other pearls of wisdom about getting that, getting to the end of that financial journey, at least successfully? Well, it's um, I guess I would I would reiterate um, the point of I believe everybody should run their life, their financial life like a business. A, a, a business runs on good cash flow. A mm -hmm. business runs on, you know, making making more sales than the expenses they're, they're sending out. Um, so have a good cash flow, have a, a have an emergency fund to protect yourself from 
what's unexpected. Um, when you were talking about the story of the Roth IRA from the teenager, I was thinking all that has to happen is they have to not touch it in all those times in life where we go, oh, something happened, what am I going to do? Well, mm -hmm. if you have a good emergency fund, you can do that. Uh, the other pearl of wisdom, I will say, is um, uh, slightly, um, I don't know, something people may not have heard. Um, when people look at their investments, they always look at the big number on the first page of the statement. Right. I had a client who told me one time, Stephen, I, I explained some things that were going on. He said, Stephen, you don't understand. Every month when my statement comes, I go to the mailbox and I open it up and I say one of two things. If the number on the front page is larger than the month before, I go, man, I am the smartest investor. I am so smart. <laughs> Stephen is so lucky to have me as a client. He goes, when I open up the statement another month and the number on the front page is smaller than the month before, I go, why am I working with such an idiot like Stephen? Man, I need to, this is, I should just do it myself. That's right. And so uh, through that conversation, he and I worked together and, and I told him uh, and I came up with something. He said, that's pretty smart. You need to tell other people that. Uh, it's this. The number on the front of the page is important. It absolutely is. But the more important number is how much income is that number producing on a monthly basis? Exactly. Because that's what you're trying to get to. If you can if you can have your pile of money create a monthly stream of income that would replace your paycheck, guess what? You're financially free. Exactly. So that's important. And I and a lot of people wait until they're almost at retirement talk mm -hmm. about that that's right i talk about building your paycheck over time my, the three parts of my investment philosophy is there's one part systematically just set it and forget it let the market do its thing don't try to outthink the market i also try to build a paycheck through income investing and the, the third one is let's try and knock it out of the park by picking the next google the next apple the next Win resorts. Win resorts and casino. The next, right. Now, none of those are recommendations. No, no, no recommendations. No, no recommendations today, but find the next big company by investing in some individual stocks that make some sense, and you can you can be amazed at, at the returns you can get. Awesome. Also, hey, I, all I know is uh, casinos, if you, if you frequent them, they, they will bring you drinks for free. Yes. They will, and it's great, but is it a bad sign when they bring you the whole bottle? I think that's probably a bad no, sign. No, well, it's a sign that they really like they you. They really as a like client. me when they bring they me the bottle. They are making a lot of money on you. There you go. There you go. Because I, I guarantee you, whatever they bring you, you've brought them more. Probably so. Is that so. fair to say? So I, I'm kind of their uh, retirement plan, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm depressed. Now I need that bottle. <laughs> so instead, invest your money wisely, and then you take the uh, returns of that money and go gamble with it. Oh, well, let's see. That's a good idea. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stephen Julian, he knows what he's talking about. The guy's amazing. Stephen, how do they track you down? How do they get a hold of you? Sure. I'd encourage everybody to go to the website, InfinityWMG. That's Infinity Wealth Management Group, WMG.com. You can find out more about what we do, but uh, I'd encourage people to uh, email me, Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, at InfinityWMG.com, or you can call my cell phone, 678 Four nine nine six nine three three. Be happy to have a conversation with you. Find out where you're at, where you want to go, and how I might be able to help you get there. Sir, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Jacqueline, you want to do this again next month? I think we should. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening. Thank you for sharing your time with us on Business Radio X. Schedule your free tax planning consultation by visiting www.bottomlinetaxsolutions.com. That's bottomlinetaxsolutions.com. And click the link to hear more podcasts like this one. I'm Tom. She's Jacqueline. And that's the bottom line.